Welcome into the trenches. I'm Sam Mays. And today on the show, we've got a very special guest for Super Bowl week, my friend, sports consultant, the Fat Jack. How are you, sir? Loving the trenches, Sam. I mean, let's get after it. We're down in the middle of it. So, you know, I'm an old, old nose guard back in my day. So this is a more comfortable zone for me as we head into the biggest football game on the planet. Yeah, man, I'm fired up to have you on, and uh, the fact you're an old nose guard makes it perfect. You're used to being in the trenches. You're used to the heat, the physicality of it all. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it happen on the show today. Yeah, let's do it. You're excited about the game, I guess. There's so many different angles. Prop bets have blown up. I mean, everybody has an interest now in uh, what's turning out to be a really good game coming up Sunday. Yeah, I mean, look, the Super Bowl is is what we like to think here in the U.S. the world's biggest game, and it is in the world's gambling capital. Um, pretty crazy to think what Vegas is going to be like. They're expecting hundreds of thousands of people, you know, and this is one of those games where you get obviously a professional gamblers like yourself who really go all in on this. And then you're going to get guys like myself. I'm not much of a gambler at all, but I am intrigued by the access that we have to Vegas today. I'm intrigued by all the prop bets and all the, what looks like, you know, quote unquote, easy money. I feel like they really bring in this, casual gambler for this game and it just kind of adds a little something to it you know you put they do uh, and, and what a change sam i mean what a, what an evolution we've had i guess good for for better or worse over the last five six years i mean roger goodell and company six years ago we don't nothing to do with gambling nothing to do with las vegas there's never going to be a team there blah 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 and then like a, a switch was flipped starting with the nba but really across all leagues now to the point espn has a sports book it has changed everything, and the climate of sports gambling has absolutely done a 180 over the last five, six years. And as I said, for better or worse, because to you, as, to your point, betting on sports is difficult, and most people lose betting on sports, and that's really one of the most important things that isn't talked about enough. Uh, this is the one week a year where even guys that, generally speaking, won't bet on sports, sometimes they'll dabble their toe into it. And I always tell them, just be careful because they don't put out these lines to give away money. You know, that's why we're not all Kenny Rogers wearing gold chains and hanging out in Vegas and living the life is because it's really difficult to do. But you're right. There's more ways to bet on this game now than there ever have been in the history of America. I have to laugh when I when we called and connected uh, to start this, you were researching Usher, right? The halftime performer uh, and his catalog of music. And I'm sitting here thinking, wait, what? And you were like, serious. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna make a little money on this. And I'm like, this is. It's insane where this has gone over the years. Yeah, I think one of, the, one of the top five reasons you might have a gambling problem is you're trying to figure out how to bet on Usher to make money on his first <laughs> song or the length of the national anthem. And I, but I do get the I do I do a little research on this stuff after, of course, I go through the game because people want to know. I mean, it's not just about you know we have the crossover bets and certainly everything you can bet on within the game, but the crossover stuff. How long Taylor Swift's going to be on TV? The color of the Gatorade that's dumped on the winning coach what Usher might sing his first song or the national anthem, length of the national anthem, you can bet on that as well. A little bit of an asterisk there is, is anything that's predetermined like first song, um, length of national anthem, Gatorade color, you generally speaking can only bet on those things offshore or in Canada. Nevada has rules that unless it's random, that they don't offer lines on those type of things. So people that are taking the information and thinking, well, I'm going to run up to Kansas or whatever and bet on this, don't be surprised if you can't bet on some of these predetermined things because obviously somebody knows what color the Gatorade is. Somebody knows how long a national right. anthem right. might be by listening to the uh, pregame. Matter of fact, last year uh, or when it was in L.A., 
there were people that could hear the rehearsal because that out indoor stadium has is outdoor indoor in LA. You could hear the rehearsals and there were guys standing out there timing the length of the national anthem so that they could then try to turn around and make money betting on that. So uh, where you can bet on what depends on what you're trying to bet on and, of course, what part of the country you're in. All right, let, let's dive into the actual game here for a second. Now, obviously, you're a professional gambler. I'm sure the amount of research you've done has been, I mean, literally all last week. I'm sure you were doing research throughout the playoffs. I mean, what are your thoughts on on the game in general? Like, I look at this and, you know, not to take anything away from Brock Purdy, but if you're just doing football one-on-one, it just seems like betting on the better quarterback is always – a good bet. And I'm sure there's a lot of money pouring in on Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs. There is, you know, Kansas City is also a very comfortable, easy team to bet on. Not only has Mahomes been incredible as an underdog over his career, he's 10-1-1 against the spread as an underdog. He They flip a switch. If there is an actual switch in the NFL, it resides at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, They're a team that has figured out a way, and they've done it opposite this year, Sam. This is a team that Generally speaking, you think Mahomes, you think Kelsey, and then a couple of complementary pieces. That's not how this team has done it. Defensively, this is a historically good defensive team. Matter of fact, they're the only team in the history of the league to hold 20 opponents under 28 points. The other teams that held teams to 19 opponents under 20 points, the Ravens from 2000, Tampa Bay from 02, Pittsburgh from 05, Green Bay from 2010, guess what, Sam? Every one of them won the Super Bowl. So this team has done it with their defense that it doesn't get quite enough credit. You're now getting this influx of defensive, uh, you know, pat on the back because of how they've been playing recently. But but you can take advantage of that when you're betting on these things. Kansas City only averaging 7.6 points per game in the second half of their games all year long. This is a team that has 11 wins that has not been scoring in the second half. So – People are wondering, why is San Francisco favored? It's because if you look at the body of work over the season, they're number one in the league at scoring in the second half, 14.1 points per game. They are more well-rounded. They have better lineup top to bottom. But to your point, when you're talking about betting, people like the quarterback and they like the coach. And in this case, the third thing would be the defense. You get the Super Bowl, defense wins championships. You're going to love Andy Reid in this spot over Shanahan. You're going to love – Patrick Mahomes over Purdy, no matter what you think of Purdy. And there's lots of – he's a polarizing player for sure. And then you turn to defense and you've got a a historically good Kansas City defense. So that's why 82% of all the money that's come in so far has been on the Chiefs. They're getting a ton of action. 82%. A big, big number. If it was played right now, the books would be really pulling for San Francisco to at least cover this number. Um, that will settle as we get closer. The sh- a lot of sharp players, you know, you'll hear me talk about on other outlets, sharp players versus squares. Sharp players are guys, there are people who win money betting professionally on sports. That is a thing. Um, a lot of people, you'll, you'll talk to people who don't gamble at all, and you'll hear people say, yeah, nobody wins. You household. That's not true. I personally know people who have private jets, they own golf courses, and their main source of income is betting on sports. A lot of those guys, they're sharp players. They are, are kind of abstaining right now. They've already hit some of the prop bets, but they're abstaining on what side they like. The The general public, though, filing in on Kansas City. The thought process is you'll get more San Francisco money as we head up to game time. You've already had a million dollars bet out of, out of Michigan. You've had multiple $100,000 bets. And I talked to a couple of line setters, Sam. They told me that they, they've had more inquiries about wanting to take a million dollars or if they, they will take a million dollars or more bet on this game. 
tenfold from what they generally would get when the game someplace else. So translation, not good gamblers, but rich people are funneling into Las Vegas. They're going to make a weekend out of, and they're they're not going to be happy with $100. So a lot of them, a million dollars or more will be coming in. So a lot of that story is yet to be told. But right now, Kansas City dominating the amount of money bet on them. What are your thoughts on just the the players in general here? Obviously, if you are a player that doesn't play for the 49ers and Chiefs and you're in town, you're able to do all the gambling and things that you want to do. But if you are in one of those teams, not only can you not bet on sports, obviously, but you can't gamble at all. Do you feel like there's any risk, you know, having the game there in Las Vegas in regards to the teams that are playing? Sam, if you're a professional football player, and by the way, I talked to Brand- I do a TV show with Brandon Marshall, who played for the Broncos back in the day every year. And so I've talked in detail with him about uh, both the risk of gambling and temptations that might come all the way from bowl games when he was at Nevada, all the way up through these type of Super Bowl situations. You can bet on sports in 38 states around the country now. Uh, so the, the fact it's in Nevada, there is no extra temptation versus lack of temptation simply because it's in the gambling capital of the world because you can bet on sports anywhere. If you're a football player, and we've seen uh, isolated incidents of this over the last, you know, since they've been legalizing sports gambling, it's become such a mainstream topic. You've had players that have dabbled and bet on sports and almost always they're getting caught and they're getting caught because gambling is legalized. No, Guido the Killer Pimp standing on the corner has never turned in anybody for betting on a game. So if you were betting illegally back in the day, none of that went checked. Right now, there are companies that get paid millions of dollars. Their only job is to figure out, A, if some type of fix or slant or angle is in that's not supposed to be. And as importantly, members of the NFL and NBA, if they were to make a bad decision, step out and try to bet on something – they most likely are going to get caught and the punishments are severe. So the fact that it's in Nevada has literally nothing to do, not to mention we're dealing with multi-million dollar per year athletes that have so much to lose if they go ahead and bet on sports when they're not supposed to. So the legalization of it has actually helped, made it more mainstream, which has helped guys not bet on it that aren't supposed to, including when the game's in, in Nevada. All right. So let us know what your week looks like. You head out on Wednesday, correct? I do. I just got back from there. I do a TV show called Beat the Odds that we tape on Thursdays in Las Vegas. It runs in 150 markets, runs on the Yes Network. It's in Las Vegas if you're going to be out there at 7 o'clock on Fox. Um, and it and we tape it Thursday. So I'll go out Wednesday. I'll be on Radio Row Wednesday night. I'll tape the TV show Thursday, be back on Radio Row doing TV. I, I'm on in Kansas City also, so I'll go on in Kansas City, do some TV stuff, radio stuff there, um, and then hit about 50 markets or so Thursday and Friday as far as just doing what we're exactly what we're doing here, talking about the game from a gambling perspective. That's kind of what I do when I get on TV or on, on the radio. And then I'll settle in for the game. I'll have a party for the game. Uh, I, I have always gone to Vegas 25 years now. Um, just because it's in Vegas, I don't think anything's going to change. I'll have 10 or 15 people out there that either work for me or, or in some capacity have always come. And I, it's not right for me to say, hey, see you guys. I'm heading over to Allegiant Stadium. I'm going to go enjoy the game. I certainly don't want to pay $100,000 for all of them to go. So I probably won't go. Um, it's not been a bucket list for me. I've been to all sorts of Final Fours and different things, national championship games, being an Oklahoma guy, loving the state schools. I've seen OU play in a number of national championship big games. So won't go to the game, but I'll work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday into Saturday, bet on the game, and then go to a party, watch the game like everybody else, hopefully make some money. Okay. All right. So as far as like you're not going to hit any like celebrity – uh, you know, bashes or anything like that. No dope DJs for the week. 
you know, Sam, I, I've been married for 30 years and I don't drink. And so I just, those things to me, I got to go be nice to people I don't know. And it's loud. And I just, that's, if, if there ever was a world where that would be fun for me, it's it's certainly not now. If you're not trying to pick up girls or get drunk, I just, I've never seen the point. So we'll go to a comedy show Saturday night um, at, at Resort World, D.L. Hughley. And there's a bunch of comedians that are there. I'm going to go do that Saturday night. Um, but no, no, nothing to wear. I'm not the scene and be seen guy. I'm just, it's not my thing. I don't love doing it. And so, no, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy the town. Honestly, it'd be a better week if the game wasn't in Vegas. So I'll enjoy it more when there's not that influx of people. I was there for F1, obviously, which was a really high, high intensity event people wise. I think Vegas is ready for it because they do this type of stuff all the time, but you know, yet to be seen on how easy it is to get around and stuff, but no, it'll be, um, a lot of work and uh, a little bit of saying thank you to the people who helped me uh, do the parts of this of this job that I do, and then uh, enjoying the game like everybody else. All right, very cool. Is there are there any uh, like you have favorite prop bets or favorite bets? Like what are you or what are you most excited about as far as this game in in the betting world? Yeah, so a couple if you're out there that are just long shots. If you just come up with one thing, you can bet on four or five different things just by thinking one thing's going to happen. So if you assume that Kansas City is not going to score a lot of second-half points once they haven't, and that San Francisco is the highest-scoring team in the league in the second half at 14.1 points per game, and you think the game's going to probably be close, which no matter who you like, most people would say it's not going to be a blowout either way. You can make four or five bets based on that. Kansas City winning the first half, San Francisco winning just the second half, more points in the first half and the second half. Andy Reid's been really, really consistent in when he plays good defenses early in the game, um, opening up his playbook, taking more chances, those type of things. So I expect similar to what we saw last week against Baltimore, more points, more uh, action in the first half than the second half. And you can bet on those type of things. Um, the other thing that I think that we've got, you know, Steve Wilkes is a defensive coordinator for San Francisco. He has been the whole with them, with me. They've had a lot of turnover defensive coordinators. So um, they're going to have to keep their offense on the field, win time of possession. I think that's more of a McCaffrey-driven offense. Uh, his total rushes is 18, 18 and a half. I think he touches it way more than that. This is this is do or die time, so I expect them to get him the ball a bunch. So those would be a few of them. What kind of a, a, an interesting one, Sam, uh, the opening kickoff to not be a touchback, all right? So if you're out there watching the game, they use a commemorative ball for the opening kickoff of every Super Bowl that's not like a normal football. It's a little heavier, a little more durable. It immediately after the opening kickoff goes to the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. They only use it for that kickoff. So you're getting a heavier ball for the opening kickoff. Now, this has lost the last three or four years. Guys still getting it into the end zone. It's been a touchback. But don't be surprised, even though the game's indoors, if you, your opening kickoff is not a touchback. And that's an un, that's a plus money. So you bet 180 or 160. Uh, you're going to bet $100 to win $180. So you'll make uh, a little bit more than even money. So that's also something to look out for. Possibly not a touchback early on. As far as the game goes, I've made a ton of money this year betting under with the Kansas City Chiefs games. Their 14 of their 20 games have gone under the total, including last week against Baltimore. They, it goes under a bunch of ways. I mean, they're not going to want to open it up, not want to get uh, Mahomes into trouble. And Shanahan and, and San Francisco, they're naturally a conservative offense, the, the brighter the lights are. So I would suspect more points. I think it's a very close game, but under the 47.5 if you're looking to bet the game. You are the man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us. And uh, for everybody watching this, what is the best way to 
you know, get some more of your content or if you're looking to, you know, hire you as a consultant. I mean, I, from what I can tell, you usually do pretty well for yourself in this world. I, I do. And everything's posted on the website. Go to fatjacksports.com. I always tell people if you're going to start betting on sports, acknowledge the fact that 97% of sports bettors lose. That's the first place to start. It's very difficult. Um, and, and if you're not going to do something different, which is really difficult for people, then get somebody that knows what they're doing that's honest also. Everything I do is posted and documented on the website. Every play is listed there. You pay the amount. is only based on how long you sign up. Most importantly, wager responsibly. Don't do anything above your head. And use it as an enjoyment tool, not something I'm going to pay my rent with it. So go to fatjacksports.com. Certainly listen to me. I'm on the Sports Animal every week in Oklahoma and around the country. I'm on all over. So uh, uh, educate yourself like anything else. Educate yourself before you're going to put any money into anything. Uh, if you're going to play golf, you're probably going to go hit some range balls first. This is the same thing. If you're going to invest a little money into it, make sure that you've educated yourself. The one and only Fat Jack. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. Everybody have a good time.